Today's episode is brought to you by Bloody Buddy. Yep, that's right. We're going to talk about menstrual cups. Have you ever tried a menstrual cup? Well, I have. I'm here to say that I have. And I love it. I love my Bloody Buddy cup. The Bloody Buddy cup is a reusable menstrual cup that uses the highest grade of medical silicone. It's easy to insert, easy to remove, and completely comfortable. Although there have been a few pregnancies in between, I've been using the Bloody Buddy cup for about like three years now, and it has given me period freedom. It's changed my life completely. And you might be thinking, Mary, that sounds like super dramatic. That sounds like you're exaggerating. No, it is completely life-changing to have your period and not be thinking about it. It's completely life-changing to have your period and not have to run to the bathroom every three hours to change a pad or a tampon. Unlike pads and tampons you have to change once every three to four hours, you can keep your bloody buddy in for up to 12 hours. So not only will you be saving yourself so much time by not excusing yourself all day to go change your pad or your tampon and so much money by not having to run to the store every month to go grab whatever you need, you'll also be doing the environment a serious solid by cutting down on all that waste because your bloody buddy can be used for 10 freaking years. 10 years. And if you've tried other cups in the past and had some issues with them, we'll have no fear. The Bloody Buddy Cup is different, I promise you. It is perfect for beginners as well as seasoned menstrual cup users. What makes the Bloody Buddy Cup different from all the other cups on the market is it's easy to open design. It has patent pending, wavy grips at the bottom, a pincher bulb at the bottom of the cup to help you with, you know, easy removal when it comes time to change your cup out. And of course, it comes in a bunch of super cute colors, which is, you know, very important, very important for a menstrual cup. So go to bloodybuddycup.com, use their size guide, pick out a cute color for your cup, and enjoy the period freedom. And you can use our code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase. Again, that's code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase at bloodybuddycup.com. All right, now enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary. I'm recovering from a Halloween hangover, even though it's been, you know, almost a full day at this point. But we're here. We're talking with Amy Van Buren, my favorite person ever, my sister, our first I Just Wanna Chat podcast guest host ever. And she's here, and we're going to talk about everything that happened in the last week. And by everything, I mean the only thing that's on everybody's mind, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. I don't know how to talk about them without getting flustered. Just that, like, the whole idea of it all. But we tried our hardest. We talked about it. We processed our emotions and our thoughts and our feelings and our theories. And it was, you know, a good, productive conversation, although we didn't reach a consensus. We were a little divided. So we'll see who you said. We also talked about Halloween. We talked about what celebrities wore. We talked about the whole influencer thing that we referenced last week that I've kind of, like, beat, you know, to death at this point. But we did that. We talked about the succession episode from last night and, you know, a plethora of other little things that happened to come up. So stay tuned. It should be a good one. Hey guys, it's just me first before we bring on Amy. And I was editing today's episode and then I was like scrolling through Twitter for something and then I just read some horrible news, which is actually like a week old, but I'm going to talk about it now anyway because I'm so sad and so pissed. Um, they're not letting Bo Burnham's Inside run in the comedy category at the Grammys. It was deemed ineligible. They had to submit it as like best pop album, best like compilation soundtrack, and then they decided to put All Eyes on Me in a bunch of like different categories because they wouldn't let it be in the comedy section. What the hell? What in the world? I like I don't really have any further commentary other than to say what? Why? Because it was the runaway favorite. Like, hopefully it gets nominated in like album of the year. 
if they do 10 nominees again this year, I think that it probably has a good shot to get nominated in Album of the Year. But if they do anything less than 10 nominees, I don't think it will. But what? And one might say like, oh, well, like it's not like a stand-up album. It's like more like satire, whatever. And they want to keep it spoken word. Weird Al's album that does roughly the same thing. I mean, like not the same thing as Bo Burnham, but you know what I mean. Weird Al's album won in 2015 in this category. So it literally makes no sense. I have no further commentary. I just needed to put in this important um, piece of reporting and say, should we boycott the Grammys this year? Should we do it? Should we do it? No, we shouldn't boycott them. Because we do want to see Olivia Rodrigo have a clean sweep. We do want to support her in that. We think it's going to be Olivia Rodrigo this year, right? I'm trying to think of anybody else that really could be. Donda came out this year, but they're probably not going to nominate him. Evermore is in play this year at the Grammys. I really don't think that they would give Taylor Swift it two years in a row. It'll be nominated for sure. And the re-recording is ineligible, I believe. Casey Musgrave's Starcrossed came out this year. I think that's about it, right? Oops, my phone went off. Unprofessional. Oops. Um, I think I say that once per episode. Anyway, I'm just pissed. And I shouldn't have even recorded this, but I saw the article while editing. And I needed to scream into the void. And if one can't do that on their podcast, then where can they do it? You know? Um, Also, is he going to go on tour? Or is he not going to go on tour? When he dropped out of that movie... A couple months ago, I was sure it meant that an inside tour was imminent. But now I don't know because time has passed. Anyway, that was a Bo Burnham moment. Now on with the show. Hello, everybody. Okay, we're in for a treat because Amy is here. From the first episode to now, I actually think that this is going to be the episode where we hit 10,000 downloads which means I'm going to give away Stanley Cup on my Instagram. Wait, I hope I can enter that. I've really flaunted one of those. You can. Hey, you can enter it. But needless to say, Amy Van Buren, MVP of the pod, MVP of my life, is here. We have a lot to chat about. Amy, how are you? Hello. How was your Halloween weekend? It was so good. It was like two weeks long because now Halloween is two weeks long. Oh, which yeah. It used to just be one day long. That is true. I... I'm as festive as a person can be. Nobody loves holidays more than I do. Um, and I go all out. I was exhausted. We were trick-or-treating last night for an hour. And I was just like, I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we have 15 pounds of candy at home um, from all the other trunk-or-treats. And we were in Utah this weekend where they have Halloween on Saturdays because Mormons. And so we did two trick-or-treating, a million trunk-or-treats with my kids. And I was over it. I was done because Halloween really has turned into a, uh, a week long thing. If it sounds like I'm talking by myself a lot, Amy put herself on mute for a minute, um, to like kick her daughter out of the room. So I'm just riffing, but it was a good holiday. It was a good holiday. It was a great holiday. The weather was beautiful and I just didn't feel like trick-or-treating anymore. Like I was just so, I only did an hour or two. Mm -hmm. Like it just used to be so fun when you were a kid. It was like, 
can't wait like until the clock strikes like it used to be like five or something like that now it's like seven I don't know it just like is not what it used to be do you mean do you mean trick-or-treating starts at five or ends at five it used to start at five right I think so I think like once the sun starts to go down that's when it's good yeah but then well this year it started at seven and there were no kids nobody was trick-or-treating where were you I don't I was out at six and like there were people abound Oh all my over. gosh, there was no trick-or-treaters. It was crazy. And even at dad's house, not one. We were the only ones. There's two. L- listen to this. This is weird. I was talking to my neighbor today. I live a like a, a small, like cul-de-sac type street situation. There's six houses on my street. We put out a bowl because we were taking my kids trick-or-treating. And of course, we never even bought candy this year. We just put candy in from all the other trick-or-treating things and hoped people would take it. We put all of our candy in a bowl. And when we came home, most of it was gone. There was like a little bit of tiny, like gross stuff. Like they left all the nerds and like Laffy Taffies, which I understand. But my neighbor drew, none of their stuff got taken. And they had like the same kind of candy as us. But it's weird. Like, so I'm assuming that candy in their bowl. Ooh, conspiracy. Conspiracy. I'm what I think. (laughs) What I think is just they have like a ring camera and we don't so i'm thinking that somebody just like came on and like stole half of our candy but then like because they had a ring they didn't that's a good social experiment actually i think we should uh um fund fund that experiment that would definitely go i'm not gonna say viral but i would say five hundred thousand views on tiktok all right let's do it all right. It's nothing good. compared to Piper's like 7 million views, but it's fine. I think after everything was said and done, like when the viral wave ended, it had like 24 million from like wow. TikTok and like everywhere that I was able to count on Instagram. But some of the meme pages that took her video blocked me. So I don't know how many they got for her. Context, last year, my um, my little angel daughter went. Oh, I thought you were going to say my little angel sister took these amazing pictures of my daughter. I feel like everybody probably knows, but Piper, my daughter, was three last year, and she like did the peace sign in all of our family photos, which Amy took. I made it into a TikTok, and I was like, look, my daughter is making a peace sign in all of our family photos. Oh, then, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. And then a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, so cute. And then a lot of people were like, this woman needs to stop having babies. And then a lot of people were like, this woman needs to fix her teeth. And then a lot of women were, people were like, this girl needs to get her kids off the internet with a bad mom. This is abuse. Most, most it was people very fun. off at the photographer of all people. They were like, how dare the photographer not say anything? I'm like, it was my first photo shoot. Okay. And a lot of them we did on like self-timer too. Like before you got there. No credit hashtag pick credit hashtag pc to amy vb anyway we have a lot to talk about and i feel like a natural segue would be to talk about halloween but halloween slash everything in the universe doesn't matter because there's one thing to talk about i know exactly what it is of course you do because there's only one thing it could be pete davidson and kim kardashian were spotted over the weekend at knott's berry farm of all places um in what where is it newport beach where's where's exactly it's in orange county yeah maybe it's like city of orange i don't know and and knott's berry farm they were at not scary farm um 
and they were seen holding hands on a roller coaster. Amy, what was your initial thought? I'm into it. Like people think it's publicity. I think my initial thought was it was publicity. My genuine thought is that actually like when you like leave a relationship and you just want to have some fun, like I think she might be into it. First of all, I don't think either of them are doing anything for publicity. Okay. You think it's just a friendship? I think, okay, so immediately I saw it and then I blacked out. And then when I started thinking about it more, I mean, it's got to be a platonic thing. I don't think Kim Kardashian, I love Pete Davidson. I'm, I'm on the Pete Davidson boat. I think he is attractive. I'm one of the ones that think that he's like super hot. I understand it, you know? I don't think that Kim Kardashian would let herself. Why not? Because he was with Ariana Grande. Because he was in her high knee high boots right now. Like, how is she feeling? She's married. She's married to somebody else. Like, so he's still her ex fiance. And and she's married to somebody that like kind of looks like him, but like a cleaned up version a little bit. Like that guy is not very cute. She's also looking a little weird. I feel like she's doing too much like under eye filler or something. Her face looks like so smooth. Like her whole face is one. No dimension. Amy works at a esthetician place and has for one year. And now she's able to diagnose people's um, facial work. Her face looks weird. I've been watching The Voice. But anyway, I think maybe Kim is just having some fun. Maybe she is like hooking up with him. Maybe she loves Aladdin skin. She couldn't stop thinking about it. Hit him up. Let's go. That's the thing. I think people haven't been taking into account a couple things. Number one the snl of it all they did watches snl besides us and (laughs) one friend Haley. yes that's my best friend i didn't even know that she watched snl i I posted that um picture on my instagram of those three little babies dressed up as the jeopardy skit and then she wrote back to it i was like this is why we're best friends and she was like i know we're meant to be okay i'm i'm glad that i uh i know that about Haley now but the snl of it all Kim Kardashian, whenever you're the host of SNL, you're there for a very long time. It's very, very long days. And is it what, like two weeks? Like, you're, how long are you rehearsing for? It's pretty much just a week. Like, they just do it. That like, makes sense. We <laughs> um, and then, of course, like, they, they locked lips. They looked amazing. It was such a good sketch, in my opinion. I think it was good. That episode was amazing. We've talked about it before, but it was really good. So there's already a, a connection there. Also a vague connection. Courtney's involved with the Travis Barker. I mean, obviously she's involved with Travis Barker. We've, we've seen it. Um, but because of that, she's involved with like the Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox thing. Machine Gun Kelly's best friend is Pete Davidson. So there is like a connection there. But also what we need to take into account is not scary farm is effing scary. I would never go. It was the worst night of my life. Wait, actually, I did go. I totally forgot. I went. I hated it. I I truly cannot think of a night. First of all, that I like, I think I remember every single detail of my time at Not Scary Farm. Like every single thing I did, every time I ran away, I went because it was my friend's birthday. And I'm pretty sure there was like a boy there that I wanted to impress. Is, Is everyone from California like us? What? I don't know if everyone knows what Not Scary Farm is. Like, at least give them there's a- there's an um, there's an amusement park called Not Scary Farm, and in the 
fall months, they do something called Knott's Scary Farm, where it's, you know, haunted at night. Well, and it's it's open throughout, like, the night. Like, they close it down at 3 a.m. Well, they probably have changed it because COVID and other things. But it used to be, like, these people could be handsy with you. Mm-hmm. Like, they would, like, slide out on their knee pads and roller skates and stuff. And they would be sitting on the rides and, like, grabbing you and stuff. Like, so no from me, dog. No. So the thing was, was like the only place you were really safe from the creepy actors was the lines. The bathroom. I was just hiding. So my friends grew tired of me within like the first hour. Cause I like, I wouldn't even walk anywhere. I was like paralyzed with fear. I don't go into haunted houses. They're like, Hey Mary, why did you come? Um, and I was like, I don't want to miss out on anything, but it was the worst night of my life. Anyway, so I was just trying to run from line to line going on any ride. Like I'll go on any roller coaster, but I was running from line to line. I get in line for like the silver bullet, like the big roller coaster of the thing. I'm in line for a long time. I was happy about that. I go and sit down and I tell them that I'm a single rider. A scary person comes in and sits next to me. Why would you ever be a single rider? Because I was by myself. My friends were doing the mazes. Oh my gosh. So I was just sitting there. I told them that I was a single rider. And then a scary guy just kind of like comes in, sits next to me. And then on the way up, He's like, and he's like, not really interacting with me. Like he was interacting more with like the people that were in front of us. And like, they were trying to look back oh, at him supposed to be over and over. <laughs> but like, as we were going up, I was telling him like, this is absolutely the worst night of my life. My friends already left me and I just hate haunted things. And I just don't know. And he wasn't talking to me, but I was just like venting to him. Like he was my therapist as I was going up on the silver bullet. Anyway, traumatic memory. Long Wait, story short. I have a question. What? Did he hold your hand like him? That's what I was getting at. Well, no, but I'm he saying he's actually a really kind monster. <laughs> he was really nice. He supported me. And his name's Alex Arnes, and I ended up marrying him. <laughs> anyway, long story short, it's a scary place. So I could understand going with your buddies. Who else was and there? And you're holding hands. I think that's like people like from her camp, like friends that they had. Like you know that um woman that is in the like the front of the picture of like the hand-holding picture and everyone's been like this poor girl like she's oh. like associated with kim already so she's used to being in paparazzi things i think they kind of like got in the park like and reserved it so i think they wanted to be seen holding hands she looks amazing yeah. she looks amazing i can't believe that she stepped foot in not sperry farm that's that's a perplexing thing every so often the kardashians like rent out um six flags but like, it doesn't take a lot of money to rent out Six Flags. Like my high school did it. Like it doesn't, it's not a hard get to get Six Flags. And I couldn't imagine that Knott's Berry Farm is that much either. But it was shocking. Like that was probably the most shocking thing of it all. The fact that Kim was there. Even when they go to Disneyland, I'm like, this just seems too pedestrian for them. Yeah. Like, aren't they busy? Isn't she trying to get people out of jail? Just kidding. I mean, she doesn't deserve to have a, spo- a social life. I know, but it is crazy. Like, I don't know. How it does just, it work for them to get to the front of the line and stuff? How long so they, do you think they're actually spending there? Like, they're not like us where we have to spend all day to go on four rides. I mean, they definitely have, like, the VIP treatment thing there. Like, at Disneyland, like, you just get a plaid. Like, you you pay for, like, the tour guide. It's, like, $300 an hour minimum. And then... you. It's three hundred dollars an hour. What? We should do that. Okay, me and my friends have like mapped it out. Like we're gonna do it at some point in our lives. So you could have a max group of ten people, 
it's $300 an hour for six hours minimum. And they get you to the front of the line of everything. You can like go into some of the backstage areas. It seems like maybe they time. can sponsor the pod. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot in common with my other sponsors, menstrual cup companies and stuff for eczema. So this would be a really good fit. Um, Honestly, yeah. Anyway, let's get back to the, the source material. Okay, yeah. So you think it's completely platonic friendship, whatever. I think it was they're at Not Scary Farm. He's holding her hand. And it's so funny because today. But he like, invited. Well, like who invited who? But that's the thing. Exactly. Like, how did they end up there together? They came together. They I went know, but together. like, who invites who? It has she to be. She invited him. Yeah, it has to be. She invited him. There's no she way that Pete him, and they're probably like hooking up. Remember the BDE? I mean, I don't think she's going to let herself. A hundred percent. He was somebody I that just broke up with the girl from Bridgerton after losing a crazy. No, I shouldn't say crazy person, but like a very eccentric out of control kind of I, I kind of think that pete davidson also i know um, she, she's just unless things fun. unless things are so calm between kim and kanye which we've been led to believe like it doesn't seem like there's any bad blood there i also don't think that pete davidson would get with kanye's ex like i don't think that he would ever touch that like he i mean it's kim kardashian he would but also socially though wait is kanye still with irena shake or no I think so. I haven't seen anything that said that they've that they've broken up. I don't know. But the funniest thing today has been that Page Six tweeted: Kim Kardashian arrives in Pete Davidson's native. I can't even say it without laughing. Kim Kardashian arrives in Pete Davidson's native New York City after holding hands, as if he <laughs> is the only reason why anybody goes, Wait, goes that's to New York amazing. City. And maybe, maybe that's the case. It's a long drive from Calabasas. Somebody um, tweeted. Said when the hand holding, when the hand holding is so good, you arrive in your man's native city. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Yeah, that picture made my whole life. I love it. I it has to be platonic. There's no, no way. Doesn't. Maybe they've hooked this up. Girl gone bad. Yeah, she's probably just having fun. I don't think they're gonna get married. Which I think that I don't think have another Aladdin kiss. I don't think that Kim lets herself have fun like that she i think now. she's so business oriented and family oriented not saying that you can't have fun if you have a business and a family but i'm just saying everything that we know about her you don't know her like i do character not character the way that she portrays herself is very controlled and organized like i think the courtney thing was like through all of us because she's been like this organic like super lame girl for forever the benny drama tiktoks are the best i just have to say that or like instagrams i haven't you know seen benny any of them of him being a oh oh benny drama oh my goodness i or was thinking anarchy yes okay i love those i thought that you were referring to that benny bianco guy that um all his tiktoks are just making fun of charlie Pluth. yeah no i would never reference okay that. i was like um why, why are we talking about him? And like, why is he talking about Courtney? Like, keep her name out of your mouth. Anyway, my mind has exploded. The Knott's Berry Farm of it all, the holding hands of it all, the fact that they're sitting together of it all. Because even if it was just like a, hey, come with our group of friends thing. How does someone take that picture? I think it was just a right photo. Oh, but like, okay. Yeah. And like some Knott's Berry Farm employee probably had access. 
didn't okay. didn't care. Would rather sell that to TMZ than get like their fourteen dollars an hour. <laughs> okay, I'm into it. I don't yeah, know. not I'm have like- to go to Not Scary Farm every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey TMZ, I'll do it for free. Just get me out of here. Anyway, congrats to the happy couple. That's how I've been ending all these things. I I knew that Pete Davidson a couple weeks ago we decided we thought about where he would go next. Never did I imagine that it would be here. But like maybe one glimmer of hope you did after SNL. No. It never it never crossed my mind even for a half second that maybe they would get together. Like when they kissed on SNL. I was like, that's so cute of Kim to go along with this. This is so nice of her. Like, she really is a good sport. And that's me saying this as a Pete Davidson stan. I do love him. Mm -hmm. And it's funny. I did see this tweet today that says, I love how every time Pete Davidson starts dating another beautiful celebrity, everyone's like, WTF is happening. How did he do this? What is this mystery? And everyone refuses to entertain the possibility that he might have a nice personality. It's like, yeah. (laughs) probably true and he's you know very uh very handsome he's not very handsome at all but he is like so charming and he has swagger he's not very handsome Mary. if you saw him on the street and he wasn't a celebrity you would not even think twice about him and you know it's true. i don't Just- think so you know i'm a sucker like for post- the tall and lanky post malone when people were all like he's so hot like if you saw him on the street this is not the same thing yes it is yes it is he literally looks like cracked out but he kind of, well, I'll tell you who he reminds me of later. Okay. okay. <laughs> but like, there's also this aspect of Pete Davidson where like, there's the, he's funny and charming and has a great personality and has all of the, has all of the, you know, the fixings of like a, a good catch, you know, and he has a good job and he's dated other famous women. And then also there is the aspect admittedly from himself that he has like a lot that he needs to work on and he seems like a little broken at times like remember when he did he threaten suicide or he was on suicide watch or something it's just like i'm not doing well well no but it was like the night that snl was supposed to be airing there was something like ariana grande like tweeted like pete like it's gonna be okay or something can't remember the real quotes but then Lauren Michaels like they took Pete out of the show that night but then Lauren Michaels convinced Pete to go up and like introduce the musical guest just to show everybody what they were were broken up it was like post breakup post thank you next I think Mm -hmm. oh that's um but then like Lauren Michaels convinced Pete to like go on and just introduce a musical the guest to be like hey guys everything's okay I'm alive here I am so there's a little bit of like a vulnerable boy that could be fixed added into the equation of he doesn't love one of those tall and funny which equals hot okay we can move on you're not going to convince me he's a classically hot guy that you and you're watching. not going to convince me that them holding hands was anything other than okay just see what you see remember when him and ariana started dating kim you is not going to let herself date pete davidson she's not going yes, to let herself do it yeah, she would. She's not going to marry the guy, but she would date him. Do you remember when she dated that one guy for, or married him for like 72 hours or whatever? 72 days. 
72 days of confusing her with Chris Humphreys. Has Chris yeah. Humphreys ever been on like Dancing with the Stars or something? I'm sure he could leverage that into some kind of Maybe. thing. I'm not worried about Mr. Humphreys. Um, okay. Let's uh let's move on. It's Halloween time, guys. Let's talk about it. Um there were a couple of really good celebrity Halloween costumes. We must talk about um, the issue at hand. We mentioned it last week and then I mentioned it on Twitter and a lot of people were curious and then I made a TikTok that is not doing well, but we're going to talk about it anyway. The influencers really did um, provide the content this this year um, that I was anticipating. Lots of um, Lots of influencers being the main characters in in the their family costumes amy did you see any of these photos oh i was just pulling on my instagram right now no i haven't seen any influencers like i don't know them like that okay i'm going to send you the thread um and i'm going to pause the podcast right now okay so amy has now been um updated as to what she needs to know there were some insane ones this year and again i'm sure these people are all great people this is not an attack on their character. It's just an attack on taste and tact. Um, we saw a Peter Pan family where the mom was Wendy. Uh, another boy was Peter Pan. And then her other son was the clock. And I said this earlier, I would have to have a dugger amount of children to dress one of them as a clock. Like out of all the characters in Peter Pan that you can go to, the clock never, doesn't even scratch the surface on possibilities that I would think of. I've never seen Peter Pan, but of course I've been like associated with it and I would never recall that as a character. How have you, Amy Van Buren, been associated with um with the classic Peter Pan? Uh, what, I guess, what's the association there? I guess I've seen like Hook on TV, but I haven't watched it. I don't I know. Mean, it's- everyone does know like the cultural references i guess yeah so like i know the characters that i wouldn't think i know but i would not know Mm -hmm. the character clock like who plays clock in the movie it's not a character that's the thing it is is a clock okay but like he could have been the alligator he could have been captain hook he could have been smee even he could have been peter pan well no the other kid was peter pan but like they could have made them both peter pan i don't know but like the clock was outrageous what could be peter the other one could be pan (laughs) perfect um and then next we have um our girl ashley swenson you gotta love her heart of gold great girl great content always love her and dane she was peter pan her husband was captain hook her daughter was wendy but then the grandma was tinkerbell wait why is this one bad amy the grandma was tinkerbell grandma is hot well yes she does she's great great for the grandma What's the problem? The four-year-old who this holiday is for doesn't get to be the princess. Uh, That's, but for content reasons, Uh, the four-year-old doesn't get to be the princess, but for the content, it has to be the influencer. Oh, is the grandma the influencer? The grandma is also an influencer. They have a podcast together. Oh, wow. Do you remember this girl, this woman, Ashley Swenson? No. She was in Utah. Um, Are they all? She was in Utah and then a couple years ago, her daughter Poppy, like her birthday is like almost the same as Piper. So her daughter Poppy was like eight months old and then her husband went missing and then was found dead. And it was like this whole search and then like the Facebook yeah. groups. 
Yeah, and all this stuff. And then she got remarried and she just had a new baby. Oh, well, good for her. Yeah, good for her, but also let your daughter be Tinkerbell. Um, and then next we have Ari Leyendijk and uh, Lauren Leyendijk um, as the Alice in Wonderland family. Uh, the twins that they just had are Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Lauren gets to be Alice in Wonderland. Ari gets to be the Mad Hatter. And their cute little four-year-old daughter gets to be the White Rabbit. Wait, the most shocking thing right now is that they have a four-year-old daughter and twins. I didn't even realize all that. Where has the time gone? That's crazy. Maybe she's like three. I don't know. What happens to time? I'm not sure. Long story short. Yeah. Why does why does Lauren get to be the princess and then her little cute daughter? Sorry, sorry, baby. Mommy's gonna make content. I get to be Alice. You get to be the Mad Hatter, or you get to be the White Rabbit. Yeah, that is strange. Like, I guess I would understand in instances where, like, let's say it was like a couple's costume, but like the Mad Hatter and Alice like are not together, right? Yeah. And they also have like unlimited resources so they don't have to do their couple's costume and then like build around it this is um, why does he look more attractive than he's ever looked before okay i have turned the tide on him i'm very attracted to ari now Uh-oh. i never thought i'd see the day i was scrolling through my old podcasts you know like as one does and i had my ari 911 like emergency episode <laughs> about uh-huh. like how angry i was that he was selected and yes, it was like the boringest season until the very end, but like it spurred so much great content and they just have like their cute little boring life. And I love them. They're probably my favorite bachelor couple. They just went to the um, LDS temple open house in Mesa. Are they, they're not LDS though, right? No, but like the mayor like invited all these influencers and they're like, yeah, sure. So they like, and then he, his caption was like my forever date. So I'm like, was he touched by the information that he heard at the Mormon temple? What's going on here? Anyway, next up we have um, this other influencer family. I am not unfamiliar with her work. She got to be Ariel. The husband got to be Eric. Her daughter got to be Flounder. Then the other daughter got to be the dog Max, which I, okay, I did not even know there was a dog that's, in Little Mermaid. That's the thing. Somebody had to comment that to me today, and they're like, "Oh, that's a dog Max." It's like in two scenes of the movie. Could have been like, Sebastian. Could have they used to wipe the poop deck because that's what it looks like. At, at minimum make make the daughter ursula that's that's still not great but it's better like than like other ariel <laughs> or like just anything. let her daughter be ariel because she's like of princess age okay but it's actually like hilarious it is so funny like i would be mortified and again i'm sure these are great okay, people i'm like not into all these people like trying to use their kids for content and then putting a smiley face over their face i'm sorry i know no, that's me not. i put the smiley faces over their faces because like they're not my kids when i posted them oh. <laughs> <laughs> amy no these people don't care about exploiting their kids come on <laughs> like, no i'm the one doing the emojis <laughs> I'm showing Amy my Twitter thread. Like that's like how she's seeing these pictures right now. Oh and gosh, I put emojis. I put emojis on all of the kids' faces. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's me doing the emojis. Next we have a uh, Sheena from Vanderpump Rules, um, and her husband. I don't know. Is she married? I don't know this guy. Uh, they're not married. They're not married. Okay, her man. And then she made her baby be a chip. Like who's chip or what's a chip or whatever? I don't know what chip is. In the classic movie. Beauty I've never Beast. seen these movies. I know we never we didn't grow up on Disney. I know that, but Chip is just like a little a little teacup. 
oh, with, with the chip out of it on the top. Okay. It's a cute little. I mean, that is cute. Because because this one makes sense. She's the beauty. He's the beast. You know, like it's couple's costume. And let like, your daughter be the princess. Let your daughter be the main character. You don't okay, have to be the main character like a on a baby, children's This is holiday. a baby daughter. Like when it's, it's like, like a year. Okay, you think she's like, Mom, I want to be beauty or whatever. And it was Belle. <laughs> Come on. No, I think, and I think if you're dressing your I child up as Chip, rules. if you dress your daughter up as Chip, you have to dress up as Mrs. Potts. That's the only, that's the rule. Mrs. I don't make Potts? the rules. I don't know about that. The, the big teapot. I guess. Chip's mom in the movie. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie yet. <sighs> um, next we have, there was a family yeah. where their whole, um, all of their kids were like the three fairies from the Sleeping Beauty. Their other daughter was Maleficent, and then the mom and dad were Sleeping Beauty. And uh, who is it, Prince Charming? What what what's he called in Sleeping Beauty? I'm I'm unsure, but she gets to be Sleeping Beauty. Our girl Rachel Parcell, her whole family. I don't know if you're seeing this one, Amy, but her whole family uh, dressed up as Hercules, and her she gets to be Meg. Her husband is Hercules, and then all their kids are the the side characters so she, her and her husband get to be prince and princess and then everybody else is the sidekick i mean that's cute i guess it's fine but then i was thinking guys am i a hypocrite because i was wanda in the thing and wanda like for my halloween costume like my family one yeah but nobody knows wanda vision that's the thing like it was one of the most popular costumes this year but at our trunk or treat everybody knew who piper was in like a third of the people like knew who like Alex and I were. I think that they just thought that Alex wanted to wear a unitard, probably. Yeah. Is he wearing he, it right now? He is. He he hasn't been able to get it off, unfortunately. Um. Anyway, so there's that. But there are some celebrity uh Halloween costumes that we do have to go over real quick. Yeah. Um. A couple uh, of my faves of the night. We saw Lizzo as Baby Yoda. You saw the TikTok of her. Yes, where she was like, I'm Lizzo. No, where they're like, you're Lizzo. And she's like, no. He, and he's like, you look exactly like Lizzo. She pulls down her mask or her, her glasses and is like, you think I look like Lizzo? <laughs> she's Yoda. It, it was perfect. I loved Lizzo before. And then after following her on TikTok, I loved her. Is she going to like come out with her music? She tried to, and then it didn't really like work out. Like she... Oh, yeah. And like she tried to start like a TikTok trend with it. It had Cardi B on the song and it still wasn't successful. I mean, I don't really listen to the radio, so maybe they're playing it, but I'm under the impression. I remember that song actually. It was good, but like rumors. I, I listen to Phoebe Bridgers and um Inside by Bo Burnham right now. So guys, the Spotify um year-end wrapped things just ended as of yesterday. And I know come December, whatever, when they release it. I'm going to have to face the fact that Bo Burnham's Inside is my most listened to music of this year. Mixed with Phoebe Bridgers. I think tied for number one will probably be I Know the End by Phoebe Bridgers in either That Funny Feeling or um, That Funny Feeling by Bo Burnham. What's or uh, All Eyes on Me. I love all eyes on me. Which is not great, 
It's a great song. But what about Taylor Swift? I'm sure she's still my number, like my top. I'm sure she's on there, but I don't think that she's my top artist of the year, probably. I had a really good fearless phase for a bit, and then I I fell off. But it, we'll, uh, we'll catch up on that. Um, Joe Jonas as Paolo and Sophie Turner as Isabella from the Lizzie McGuire movie. Incredible. Incredible. I'm unfamiliar with the girl that was Lizzie. Do you know that girl that dressed up as Lizzie with them? Someone with Lizzie. Now I do. I just saw. No, she's really pretty though. Yeah, super pretty, but like I just don't. I am unfamiliar with her work. Should I ask him really quick? Yeah, uh, I hope you don't mind. Uh, Did you see Dua Lipa's outfit? No, I'll look it up. Oh, the he thing was actually is, Italy or no? Did he just tag Italy? Probably um, tagged it. I'll fall for I don't understand what Dua Lipa was other than skinny and hot. I think that that was her outfit like or something. She like said candy, candy crunch. Is her okay, boyfriend well, Hadid? Uh, Hadid, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's- Ooh, I should have put that on the docket. What do you think about this yeah, whole Hadith? This whole Hadith thing, yeah, we definitely need to talk about that. I okay, maybe we'll shelve it for a minute. Anyway, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about her candy crunch outfit that looks like one of those one size fits all shirts that we used to get from Walgreens. Uh, I don't see that. Her second post on her page. Oh, it's purple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those outfits slammed. Those are the best. But, like, what is she supposed to be? I think it's supposed to be, like, a cereal. Yeah, Count Chocula or something. I don't know. I think we're looking at two different outfits. No, it's purple with the pokies. And I see the candy quench. And you think that this is supposed to be cereal? It has to do with cereal. How does it have to do with cereal? Candy quench? (laughs) Well, I've never heard of a candy crunch cereal. You haven't? Unless we're referring to like Reese's Pieces or Reese's Peanut Butter Cup cereal. Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Anyway, Harry Styles. What? Candy Crush or something. Candy Crunch is a lovely flavor. Some black grape with soft eating berries. That's what it looks like. And that's what it is. Great. Love that for her. We had Harry Styles as Dorothy at a Harry Ween. Okay, that meant everything to me. So when he sung Somewhere Over the Rainbow. I didn't get to see that. The night, too, he like, dressed up as a clown. I was kind of hoping for more from him, but, you know, it was a cute little outfit. But, like, you can't open up with Dorothy the first night and then the second night dress up as, like, a... The most amazing Dorothy. I don't know. I'm just, like, on such a... Sorry. All right, guys, Sorry for the brief intermission amy and i both had things that we had to do for a second and now we're back um where were we Haley kyoko loved her costume she dressed up as um a squid game contestant and it looked good it looked really good i thought that i was gonna hate squid game costumes didn't see that many of them people thought that they were going to be the most popular yeah was there like no time to pump out those costumes or something well really it would just be like a green tracksuit yeah, I would honestly wear that all the time, probably, if I had it for Halloween. Uh, but yeah, she looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I was hoping that was going to be a couple's costume with her and Becca, but... Are they actually... Do they ever come out as a couple or no? I thought they didn't. They haven't, like, officially come out as a couple, but basically, like, Becca has all but, all but confirmed it multiple times. 
Okay. Um, so you've made Bachelor. What? Are they both from The Bachelor or no? No, Haley's just a pop star. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Um, and then we have Haley Bieber who dressed up as Britney Spears and she nailed it. it. Um, and then Amy also told me that Hannah G from the Bachelor franchise dressed up as multiple Britneys and she did a good job. It's easy. I mean, I don't want to discount her good job, but it's easy to do a good job when you're, you know, very beautiful and uh, extremely tiny. This is but, true. Um, but she looked great. She is very in the Princess Diaries was really good too. Who? Haley Bieber in Princess Diaries. I didn't see that. Let me yeah, go look. Instagram. I did see like an influencer. I mean, maybe it's really good. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe just she's pretty and skinny too. I'll be the judge of that. Oh no, she did a good job. Um, yeah, she's a perfect Britney. Like that that picture of her for Hit Me Baby one more time. Perfect. When when do we think that Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber are gonna have kids? I don't know, but I do want to know like what how they're feeling with all this Alec Baldwin stuff. I I also wonder. I think she wants to be a model. I don't think she wants to have kids anytime soon. I don't know. I think that they've like talked about it a few times. Yeah. Did they ask you for your advice? <laughs> no, like there's that clip of Justin Bieber saying in the beginning of 2021, like hopefully there's like a munchkin that comes and joins us soon. And Haley like laughs. Oh yeah, because remember when they were like trying to well, whatever, a lot of people thought she was pregnant and she wasn't. So I felt like he had to say something. Yeah. Anyway, I I feel like it's probably on the horizon. Um, we have Katy Perry in Orlando Bloom as a vaccine and a doctor. Like, Katy Perry worry. does normally have fun Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. I will say, how okay, maybe I won't say. Maybe I'll just ask a question. How do you feel about her and Orlando Bloom as a celebrity couple? I feel good. Do you feel any amount of cringe? Uh, Actually, I think it's just Katy Perry that makes me feel that amount of cringe. And I used to be a huge fan. I don't know where she lost me, but she like started trying too hard. And now that's all I can think about. I hope Katy doesn't hear this podcast because then I'll feel really bad. I'll try not to send it to her. Um... I they're not super cringe. If I was to chart my cringy celebrities, the cringiest to me being Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. They're not cringy. They're I cannot stand them together. Like when they're like when they're on press tours or like whenever they're promoting something and John Krasinski like goes on like these shows and he's just like Anybody else, I would love it if he was like, you know, gassing up his wife. It, it would look cute. But he's like, working with her is the greatest professional experience of my career. Like, it it's probably just, is. Well, I know, I'm sure it is, but I'm just saying. Don't be jealous of Alex. Big... I've never said that about you. <laughs> because I would never be in the engineering not, field. It's, no, it's because he's been on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, they just go on, they have their canned stories about like, this is what it's like to be married to an American. This is but what it's like to be married to a person from England. It just, I hate it every single time. I'm looking through her Instagram. It's not all like Orlando Bloom, Orlando Bloom. Like you would never even know they were together hardly. I don't know. They're I feel like they're cringe. pretty, she's they're pretty cringe. public. But like from the cringe meter, the beginning of the cringe meter is, or the John. most cringe meter is John Krasinski. What about Blake Lively and Ryan? Ryan? Okay, so I was going to get to them. 
uh close second for the cringe meter i know people love him yes i love them both individually but together it's the same thing whenever they're on like a press junket and they're talking about their relationship and stuff unless it's like the when they're talking about like the real stuff um i do appreciate that everything but can't stand it right in the middle we have ryan reynolds and blake lively who are great are they it gets a little too ryan reynoldsy for me yeah i'm not in love with ryan reynolds neither he does have his funny moments but right there in the middle they're there they're like the neutral maybe leaning a little bit more towards the cringe I can't take too much of it, but I do appreciate a funny, quirky story from their personal lives once every quarter. I could heal. I could deal with that. After them, I'm going to put Katy Perry. Their only saving grace is that they're friends with Taylor Swift. Yes, I do. I do like every Taylor Swift story about them. After that, we have Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. They... I, I should just be very endeared by how in love they are with their daughter. I'm in love with my kids. It's a normal thing to be in love with your kids. But like sometimes when they talk about her at the, in the press, I'm like, oh, I, just, I, I don't like it. It's a little cringe, but I'm I do not like them the together. Internet like you, like I've never seen that. But I'm not, like, I'm not like on the internet like you are because I've never seen that. Like I'm, they just, they love to talk about how like, their daisy dove is gonna like rule the world and like it's just like it's like super ew how dare they how dare they but it's like she's gonna be president like this kind of stuff like it's i'm glad that they're into their daughter but it's it's always like a little cringe but overall i do like them except for it's hard to look at them together because i know that john mayer wishes that he was orlando bloom in his position so bad he's still writing songs about Katy perry it's still very painful really Yeah, did you listen to Sob Rock? No. What yeah. is that? a song? Yeah, his latest album. But like he has this one song where he talks about like if it was me, we'd be trying for kid number two and we'd be doing this and blah 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 blah. And so- and then the fact that Orlando Bloom and John Mayer, like they're not doppelgangers, but they have a similar look. So it's, it's very painful for me to look look at them. But I do yeah. like them together. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, maybe Maybe I just need to watch Pirates of the Caribbean really quick and then like I'll feel better. Yeah, just real quick. Just real quick. Um oh, and that, like the at our um no cringe meter, except for when they're talking about how they don't bathe, is Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. I think that they have the perfect balance between we're quirky, real, relatable, but and also that's also genuinely genuinely how they were separately. Yeah. Like on a little verge of like too annoyingly relatable, but like that's how they always have been so yeah i agree with you like they are really really cute together yeah and that, yeah. i thought it was like her first kiss or something like that was so cute yeah like i think it's a very they're a very cute couple i buy them together and whenever they have stories come out i'm like okay i give me more of this content please not too much nothing more nothing less i just i just want them to keep it up so anyway there's the cringe meter that was a rant do we have any more Halloween costumes to talk about before I, uh, oh, my favorite one. Did you see Adam Rapons? Okay. I didn't, I don't even know who that guy is, but I looked him up because you said to, and it's hilarious. He was the Olympic, uh, skater, Olympic 
gold medalist. Oh, ooh, okay. And he has that amazing video where he analyzes the Grimes, uh, what I eat in a day video. That's him? Yes. Oh, I need to watch that right now. Can we pause this? Oh no. my God. The it's the best. Video. It's one of the best videos ever. Ever. And he gave us the best Halloween costume this year. He dressed up as, as Nicki Minaj's cousin who claimed that, um, that he had a lot of negative side effects from the COVID vaccine. And uh, I will link the costume in my story um, with my new fancy link sticker, although I don't need to use that for Instagram. Anyway, I will link the costume, but basically he put two misshapen balloons as his, uh, as his balls. Um, and then his like vaccine card. And it was the funniest thing ever. I am tweet. obsessed with him. 100% in love. Okay. Anyway, um, I think that wraps up the Halloween roundup. Can you think of any other Halloween costumes? What do you think was the most popular this year? Uh, marshmallow. Okay, yeah. Amongst the kids, I think marshmallow was a very popular one, which was shocking to me because I didn't know that people like knew marshmallow like that. Just because of Fortnite. He's oh, on- I didn't know that. Like skin on there. Yeah, Mary. Tell Leo to grow up because <laughs> you would know it very well. I know. He needs to get with it. My two-year-old really needs to start gaming. Um, I think Corella DeVille was definitely the one that I saw the most often, yeah. which was yeah. surprising to me. Yeah. I don't A lot know. of Ted Lasso's. Oh, really? I haven't even seen one, but have you watched that show or no? We're going to give it a second chance. Oh, wow. I hear people love it. Yeah, I I do hear that people love it. I think Alex and I started it and we were expecting something different because the person that recommended it to me was like, this is the funniest show ever, where I think really what I would categorize it as from hearing people's reviews is it's like a funny, heartfelt show that leans more funny than heartfelt. Yeah, those are always good. Yeah, I think it's a show with heart. But I want to talk about Succession. Is it not time? What's what's the no? Name? I think it's about. Oh wait, real quick. Do you want to talk about Gigi Hadid? Oh yeah, of course. I'm shocked, and I feel like this is a a uh, a hard thing to weigh in on because you know we don't know the full story. They made it public, so we have a right, and, and we don't want to like victimize victims or whatever. I don't know what happened with Zane. I don't know what happened with any of it we know that zane isn't the nicest guy but also we know how yolanda hadid sucks oh do we i don't really know that much about her have you ever seen those um like there's a bunch of clips on youtube and like tiktok and stuff of her when she was on real housewives like Gigi was calling her and like like i feel like i'm gonna pass out i'm like shaking and stuff and she's just like yeah. eat a couple almonds and chew them very slowly and like he's always analyzing like what she eats and stuff and it just yeah, it no, never seems behavior never seems like a healthy thing how much can we trust a person who is with david foster i don't know can we trust that one girl that's with him right now or no i don't trust Catherine mcphee no do you trust Catherine mcphee i thought so i don't trust her why not I don't know. Isn't it funny? Okay. David Foster played at Catherine McPhee's wedding. Yeah, I know. To her first husband. Yeah, but like that's just serendipity. 
You're such a romantic. Anyway, I I was excited for us to really dive into this, but also and I feel like there's nothing really I'm to say. I'm on her Instagram now, and it says Master of Homemaking, so maybe I don't love her. Um, I mean, what do, you, what do you have against uh, homemakers, Amy? Just people who claim it as a master. Sorry, my, my daughter's choking on candy. Tell her to um, stop yeah. podcasting. Oh, sorry. Stop that. Um, uh, I don't know the whole thing was just really bizarre that it was like she went to um, TMZ it seemed that way right and then it said like Zane struck her and so like what does struck mean like Mm -hmm. and then I read someone oh it was like Logan Paul's tweet or whoever he was like in a battle with before Mm -hmm. was like yeah you punched her in the face so I'm like well did he like strike her like like what happened and then I heard something that was like she came into the house when she wasn't invited and then he hit her like, I'm like what? well what like I- the report that i read was that he like shoved her and like it was like a heated ar- argument or something and he like shoved her out of the way so that was like the assault oh yeah and then did you hear what he said to her mommy oh like that i think like it was my like a dirty what, what kind of where is she from again dutch like you dirty dutch like Poor. I don't know if I can say that on this podcast. Probably not. I don't know, but it's not in front of your three-year-old, but on this podcast. Sure. <laughs> Thanks, Margo. She has adjust- adjusted the screen for me. Thanks. Thanks, Gogo. Anyway, what if she rebounds to Tyler Cameron? I think that that's something that we all have to sit down and think about. He'd be such a good father. The Is timeline. He- the timeline of Gigi Hadid's life is so confusing. Because she was with Zane and they're like on and off again for six years. But also she was with Joe Jonas for a very long time in, in that time too. So how long were they really on and off? And then she breaks up with Zane, gets with Tyler Cameron. She's so close with Tyler Cameron where they're walking out of her grandpa's funeral together in Amsterdam. Like, so he goes to Amsterdam with her entire family, with Dua Lipa, with all of it. He walks out of the funeral, he's holding her, whatever. Two weeks later, or so then like a week later, they break up. Then she's back with Zane. And then very soon after, we find out that Gigi Hadid is pregnant. Do you think it was just a friendship? Like her and Tyler weren't actually. No, I think that they were definitely very much together. Oh, like um Kim Kardashian and PW. <laughs> it was a platonic handhold at Not Scary Farm. It was a platonic trip to Amsterdam to her grandma's funeral. You know those. You know those platonic funeral trips. Anyway, if she rebounds to Tyler Cameron, maybe that's secretly why Tyler didn't accept The Bachelor this year. Maybe he's just like, my star will rise higher and brighter. He knows how Zayn is. Yeah. He's just waiting. Just waiting. Waiting for his chance back with Gigi. Anyway, let's talk about Succession. It's time to recap episode three okay so as of after the patriarchy i just want to know all right at this moment if the patriarchy that was really funny um who is your favorite character at this moment roman roman at this moment from the end of this episode usually and probably roman- kendall still i'm still no. team kendall okay i just are we counting tom, like jerry tom was, tom was being so funny okay tom it was like here's a do sign yes they're mints doofus <laughs> here's a couple of things that i thought were so funny when like 
he's so like cringy and like whatever anyway what did you think of the episode it's so good I so hard to watch the ending made it easier to watch actually but like throughout it's so hard to watch but it's so good I in real life it's hard for me to watch z-way stuff she's amazing who z-way the girl that was on that was like roasting him like that talk show host have you ever seen her that's like a real show like but on on succession they gave her like a different name but like her show does that that thing you know like where she what is she on like fox news or what amy no she's on showtime oh like basically andrew yang like one could argue that andrew yang didn't become the mayor of new york because of his like z-way disaster thing like she was interviewing him about new york city and she's like what's your subway stop and he's like times square and she's like your subway stop is times square like like just because that's like not like a local thing yeah that's so funny yeah so then they like brought her on to do that real thing but in real life it's hard for me to watch z-way stuff as like amazing as she is i love her like her episode with phoebe bridgers but her um it always like it makes me cringe too much so then watching it on the show where it was like extra 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 cringy i couldn't do it but i also do want to play good tweet bad tweet at least once a day for the rest of my life yeah yeah that was so good okay i need more thoughts what do you think i have a couple things first of all i am off the shiv train but I did feel bad for her at the town hall. Oh my gosh. I felt so bad for her. Like she just wanted to impress her dad and do a good job. And she forfeited all this stuff and literally put her husband on the line. Basically. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Logan might've set that up? Oh yeah. I, it crossed my mind because remember he like passed someone like a shopping list or something earlier that episode. Which I honestly didn't even see, but I was listening to the watch recap and they mentioned that mm-hmm. or maybe something else. I can't remember. But I think that there's a possibility that was Logan that like planted it. Oh, wait, really quickly. Why don't they do those little after show things anymore? That was like my favorite part of the show. They're all we just too hard to get COVID. Oh, really? The after show thing? I don't know. I don't know. They don't do the after show on a couple other shows anymore either. Um, But yeah, I think I thought that there was a chance too because we didn't see like Kendall coming in with all those boom boxes. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It was very like bizarre. And yeah, like, I mean, the security was so high around him. And at that moment, like, I think it could have just been there already. But the boxes were in Kendall's office, right? So I don't know. That is confusing. But like, how would they have time to plant that? And like, I don't know. But I don't know. Shocking. But it's like, we always have to remind ourselves that Logan was somebody who was fine sending his son, who was the father of his grandchildren, to jail instead of going to jail himself as like an 80-something-year-old man. Yes. So literally, like, there's no limits of what to yeah. what he could do. Did you put one and two together? That security guard that went in and talked to Kendall. No, I needed someone to tell me. So that was the security guard that covered up the murder for him. Oh, okay. I figured it had to do with that. But why? I can't. I need to rewatch the seasons, I guess. Because, like, why isn't um, Logan using that against him right now? Because Logan would be in trouble for it. Probably because Logan would be in trouble for it. But I think 
this is the second time that they've mentioned it because remember last episode um what's her name his wife starts with an m yeah it does not not monica not monica not miriam i can't remember anyway um marcia marcia anyway marcia brings it up and he kind of like shrugged it off but i don't think that he could ever do it without implicating himself too yeah that's fair too but i don't think that that will stop him from holding it over his head Mm -hmm. anyway bad for kendall i know do you think kendall is hot I'm going to say no. But the only time that he might have been 1% hot was when he was rapping. L to the OG. Um, I'm on that episode right now of my rewatch, by the way. Um, also, it's very funny with this rewatch. Right now, I have one DVD in my car for my kids, and we've been on a road trip, and it's The Incredibles. And I've been rewatching season two of Succession, where Helen Hunt is a uh, Rhea. Rhea from Succession, but she's also Mrs. Incredible. So her voice has been following me everywhere. Oh wow. It's okay. very it's very hard to uh you know tell the difference. Anyway, um I need to know one when they're gonna bring Alexander Sparsgard in and two. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Wait, really quickly. Actually, I know it's happening episode seven. What I thought this line was really funny too is like when Logan was saying that uh uh little what's the little brother roman was like sucking up to him on the interview saying like i love my dad he goes so you're gay (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah roman it's so weird because he's slowly turning into the only guy with any redeemable qualities well and he's just like so in the background now like he used to be so funny like all up and everything and like yes I agree with you so hopefully he'll like come back or whatever did you maybe you sent me that TikTok but did you see that TikTok from that girl who was like saying the whole iPhone thing and the only Mm -hmm. people with the iPhone are um Kendall and Shiv so they'll probably make it out on top is there any truth to that iPhone theory Mm -hmm. well like Ryan Johnson said like Apple doesn't let this like so that's like a fact from Ryan Johnson but um, anyway, I'm very curious as to what's going to happen with Greg. I feel like nobody on the show is treating him like they should be treating him. He's the one with the papers and he's the one with all the information. Yeah. Like Kendall should be buying him the watch. That was so weird. Yeah. Did I miss something with that? Because I'm like, what? Like, what did he expect? I didn't understand. I don't really get it either. Like, how did he even get the watch then if he didn't buy it? I think he had to pay for it with his money. But then I was like, how quickly has he risen up? Because last season, he got, like, the raise with, um, but, like, I don't think buying $40,000 watches raise. But, yeah, like, they all need to be treating him way better. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's very strange. But, like, do they know that he is the one who, like, okay, obviously Kendall knows he's the one who leaked it. Kendall knows and Tom knows. And that's it, right? Yeah. Um, also, what do you think about Tom? You first. I think this is going to end in divorce between Tom and Shiv. 
Shiv well, is I not. Thought that, I thought they reintroduced the guy that she cheated on Tom mm-hmm. with. Was like, why are they doing that now? Yeah. But also Tom, first of all, I can't stand to look at that guy because I was one of the few who decided to watch a teacher last year on Hulu. Oh yeah. you and, and he was like the husband on that show. And he just, that whole show was just horrifying. Um, so I can't even look at him anymore. True. But Tom, I feel like what's going to happen is Tom will end up being the fall guy and Shiv will be so caught up with her, like her desire for power where she can't possibly still be married to the guy that was responsible for all this stuff and she'll divorce well, him. I, I thought that's probably why Logan wasn't going to let him take the fall. I don't think he's going to be the fall guy. Well, it sounds like no matter what, like he was saying, it looks like I'm going to prison. Yeah, which was funny too, like how he said that, that the guy said that. Uh, the show is just so creative and smart. I love it. Okay, the thing is though, also, it's not that I'm confused because I'm able to follow along and stuff, but I just don't have that much general like corporate business knowledge where like, I don't understand why they have to let Kendall in the building. Like, and they're like, oh, because of the shareholder, meet- shareholder meeting and all this stuff. Like, yeah, you have it, to let him in. It does have to, like, yeah, that's like a legal thing with the yeah, like Yeah, stuff. like, not not when the DOJ is, like, looking at you and stuff. Like, how is this a legal yeah. thing? And I don't know. Just, like, every time they bring up little things, I'm like, I don't, I still don't understand how Stewie thinks he could, like, overtake that. I don't get that. How are these people buying billion dollar companies with money that they don't have? Like, remember, I'm like, again, I'm rewatching right now and they were going to buy that Pierce media group for like 21 billion. Mm-hmm. But then like a season ago, like they were about to go bankrupt. So it's like, how do they buy businesses with billion dollar businesses that are worth quadruple their business? Can you explain it to me? Um, no, I would say ask Trump, but I don't want to make the listeners mad. I no, um, no, just no. I've seen what I've needed to see, and no. Anyway, is there anything else to say about succession? Adrian yeah, Brody's coming next. Yeah, I fled the building. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Like, do you think that Logan and Kendall will ever like come together at all? What's going to happen with Jerry? Like, because Jerry seems like she's getting fed up. Did you see the preview for next week? Yeah, but I already forgot what it was. Because it looks like we already we're getting Kendall and Logan together. Oh yeah, private island. But it looks like it's not in the capacity, yes. like it looks like it's in a shareholder capacity, not in like a whatever Kendall's up to capacity. Like it looks like Kendall's going there for like the proxy battle thing, which has nothing to do with what he's already doing. Well, like there are definitely I don't get the proxy battle. I don't understand what that is. Yeah, Mary, you should have done some research before this podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, there's some beauty in having to wait week to week for an episode, but there's also not some beauty in it. Like, I need that next episode. Mm-hmm. But the beauty in my life right now is that I had to watch this episode without Nate. So when he comes home, I'm going to get to rewatch it. Life is beautiful. It is because then you catch, like, there's so much stuff to catch in succession. Mm-hmm. I think that I miss a lot. I'm just not very observant like you are. I know I've been watching or listening to the watch podcast, which I normally don't love, but they have been doing good succession recaps. And then I've been watching the prestige TV podcast on Wednesdays listening to, and that's been a really good one. Like they catch a lot of stuff, but yeah. 
watch it for sure or listen or whatever but um i wish i could think of more things of that episode but oh yeah the letter from shiv i was so pissed like, well, I, I feel th- like they all have dirt on each other kendall could re- release another letter and be dirt. like i didn't feel like it was just harsh like i can't believe mm-hmm. your own sister saying this but i feel like everyone knew all that stuff yeah kind of. And also, I need them to be clearer about Kendall's drug use. Like, is Kendall supposed to be on drugs right now? Or is he just, like, California sober? Like, we'll drink socially. We'll do whatever socially. But, like, the isn't way it, like, he the hard stuff? is out of control. But, like, I can't tell if it's just his personality or drugs. But I feel like it would be both. Like, I don't know if he's, like, high on attention or high on narcotics. Yeah, he's just, like, a manic person. Yeah. I don't know because he is to me he's becoming less and less likable and if he went on that tv show I was gonna lose my mind I was like oh my gosh this is not okay like I almost thought I couldn't watch it if he did and then when I saw him like actually crumbling to pieces I was like finally now I could like him again because he's like a real human again there were times where I was like man he's so hot but then there's other times where the camera catches this one angle of his face where I'm like, oh no, he's extremely ugly. Wait, which I, I shouldn't say that. Can't remember, I can't remember if we talked about this before, but when I first started this show, I did you ever watch Blue Mountain State? Probably not. I watched a little bit of it because you I, told me to. I thought he was that guy from Blue Mountain State, <laughs> the goat or whatever, you know? No. But he looks just like him. So that's why I'll never think he's hot about I'll need to look it up so I can confirm. Anyway, Amy, thank you for coming on is there anything that you would like to tell the people yeah i'm so sorry that um margo's youtube is in the background and i don't know that i'm not on my a game i suppose but i had so much fun uh, please let me come back i'll do some research on the legalities of succession business and then we can do a good please, please be my legal correspondent you were a paralegal and you do have a degree in criminal justice this so it's basically my law books it's like how greg was like talking to that one girl like in law school like her first semester for his legal advice last episode oh yeah that was funny yeah i love greg greg is the best i love him and it's so weird to think that he was in sky high all those years ago that he was in almost famous i didn't know that isn't that what he was in Mm. thought so he would have well, had to be really, really, really. He was in something with Zoe Deschanel. Greg almost. Nicholas Braun is his name. Because no, it's not Greg. Um, I thought that was the old guy. Nicholas Braun's not the old guy. Mm-mm. Okay, I'll get back with That's you on Brian Cox. Anyway, but he was on Sky High and he doesn't look that different than how he looks now. I know, whatever I saw him but Sky in. Sky High was at least 15 years ago. Wow. Okay, anyway, awesome. this is great podcasting. Everybody, thank okay, you so okay. much for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary. Amy Van Buren was on here with us. Make sure to join our Facebook group, I Just Want to Chat podcast. It's so much fun. Make sure to follow us on TikTok at I Just Want to Chat podcast. It's so much fun. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at I Just Want to Chat podcast. It's so much fun. We're about to give away a Stanley Cup once we reach 10,000 or 10,000 downloads, which is probably going to happen um, during this show like during this week um is there anything else for me to say i don't think so buy a bloody buddy menstrual cup use use my code want to chat for 10 percent off your first purchase and amy is there nothing nothing you want to say 
Okay, so I got distracted because there's this picture of Nicholas Braun and Kim Kardashian. Us Weekly, Nicholas Braun's plan to woo Kim Kardashian didn't work. Oh, he, those were really funny um, Instagram stories. Oh, like when he broke like- up with, uh, when she broke up with Kanye, he made a couple stories where he's like, maybe you just need to try something different. Maybe like, and he was just describing himself. And it was That's really funny. funny. I'll have to look at that, but Mary, always a pleasure. I love you so much. Thank you for inviting me on the pod. Um, I would love to come back again sometime. Love you more than anything. Thanks for listening guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks,